Surge fans and welcome back to another episode of the Surge Cast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German, and alongside me, as usual, I have none other than the than the voice of the Wichita Wind Surge, none other than Mr. Tim Grubbs. Well, Happy New Year! Yeah, new baseball year. New baseball year. That's good enough. I like. You know, it. for us people that work in baseball, this is kind of like this is our new this, year. This is this Christmas. Is this is Christmas. This yeah. ain't New Year. This, this is the is, best this part is of the year. Get, this is the. You know, it's it's. This is really a great week yeah. because you got the final four. Yeah. You've got Major League Baseball opening day, Minor League Baseball opening day. You got the Masters. You've got. I mean, it's there's so much going on right now. It's 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 a very it's a fun week or two. Oh, absolutely! Opening day in the major leagues happened over this last week, and I was pumped. I was absolutely pumped. I uh, snuck my phone into work, and I didn't do much work. What's just going to say that? So, <laughs> I I did watch. Uh, obviously, those of you guys have been listening to us for a little while. I'm a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan, and uh, it was a back and forth game against Toronto, it, it, and it kind of was disheartening because I saw two of. Um, I guess our best closers on our roster give up saves in the same game. It Eesh. was, yeah, it was a little rough, but uh, you know, that's baseball. That's baseball. But it's back, and it's, and it's April baseball, so that's there's no right. reason to really sweat it out. Like, oh man! All of a sudden, you lose a game on opening weekend. It's you know, it's not like football. It's, right. There's 162 of these things, so it's right. Yeah, it's a, it's a marathon. Yeah, and we got to see. Uh, I think what did we talk about the? Uh, no, we didn't. We did. I think it last time we we had an episode. I think it we were getting ready to watch the uh, World Baseball it was, Classic. The WBC just started That's right. when we did it because we talked about how many wind surge representatives were there right. and, and Ramon Borrego, our manager, being the third base coach yeah. and, and him being with Venezuela. And I found myself rooting for this. This probably shouldn't say this on and on and broadcast. Sure. <laughs> I actually, in the Venezuela-United States game, was rooting for Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I don't know if I should do that. I, they, they might throw me out of the country. They might. It might be the first time in my life that I'm watching an Olympic style sure. event or whatever. Yeah, but you know, and the guy. not rooting for United States. Well, you know, the thing is, I knew four representatives on Venezuela and didn't know anybody, uh, no, yeah. nobody well sure. on Team USA. You know, I ran across a couple of those people along the way. Yeah, but no, it was really fun, and that was um, that was the best way to kick off the season. I mean, it ended up being United States against Japan in the championship and that game, was game. Great. and it came down to the wire of what everybody wanted to see: Shohei Otani on the bump against Mike Trout. You know, it would be amazing if those two were on the same team. They had to have at least they would have probably won at least one or two World Series. Whoops! <laughs> bum bum. bum. <laughs> Anyway, they are on the same team. I know. They don't do well. It's and, just shocking. And I think if it doesn't happen this year, which I don't think it will, right? I, I think it'll be end. I don't think Shohei's there. I don't either. And I, I'm not even sure he's there in August. I think um, he's moving. I he's, think he's, I he think does he's not want to stay there um, for, for obvious reasons. He wants and to play playoff baseball. He wants to play playoff and, baseball. And, and so and does And I was Trout. happy to see Trout because Trout's a Hall of Famer. He's 
top whatever. I don't know the number. He's the best baseball player to never win a World Series. He's the best baseball player right now for sure. I don't well, think unless he ever Shohei will. is. And he's never had a moment. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? When Derek Jeter made it to the Hall of Fame, there were so many moments. You yeah. know, when you watch the highlight reel. Yeah. And there's so, so many guys for every Hall of Fame. Trout's moment at this point is the WBC. Yeah. And, that's, and that might be it. Going down swinging at a hundred mile an hour fast. But he had some I mean, he, I mean he, he had some moments yeah. before that. And but you know, that's what's crazy about it. And I, I it's his career is far from over. Yeah. But it is. He's he's far enough along now that you would have thought he'd had a, you know a milestone marker yeah. at this point, and he really doesn't. He doesn't. And the other thing is, is with his contract, the way it's kind of situated, is he's probably never getting out of it, uh, out of California. I just probably won't. Where Shohei, Shohei may just move across town to I, L.A. I don't think so. I actually think he, I, I, him and I New, him and Newt Bar were best friends in that tournament. Let me tell you. So I don't know. You S- never know. St. Louis, I'd welcome him with open arms. I yeah. don't know about you. No, but. I mean, I don't know. How I'm really interested, and I never really talk about money and guys being overpaid or whatever. Sure. But if the best players are 40, 45 million bucks, mm-hmm. and they only play either pitcher or position player, and he does both, and if he was a position player, he'd be worth 40 million bucks. If he was a pitcher, he's worth 40 million bucks. So, so $80 million. So $80 million a year. <laughs> I mean, is it somebody really good? I mean, nobody's going to pay that, no. but is somebody really going to pay him 50 or 60? Because it's... it's I, I, don't I don't know, man. I don't think so, but it, it is, you know, yeah. obviously it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting, and that's... That's why we're here. We're here to talk about baseball. Yeah, we don't have to worry about we that. We don't got to worry about it at all. I mean, we can root for our respective teams and yep. hope that they do well this season. And uh, But that's not what we're really here about. We're here about Wichita Wind Surge baseball. Opening day hits here. That's right. And I know uh, we have our opening day, our first home series uh, against uh, Northwest Arkansas, but we're on the road for actual opening day in Springfield. Yes. It's a three-game series. Starts Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Um, some of the teams in the league start Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Springfield did a nice thing for us. Um, they moved Sunday's game to Thursday. Nice. So we do not play on Easter. That's cool. It's a tough draw. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, people with families like myself, it gets us a chance to get back here right. and, uh, you know, do all the festivities of Sunday. And so it's great. And then it gives us the double off day right away. So we yeah. got, uh, we'll get three games under our belt. Then we'll have Sunday off, Monday off, and then Tuesday, crank it up at home against Northwest Arkansas. And it'll be dollar hot dogs. Yeah. The same thing as last year, Dylan's buy one ticket, get one ticket free. If you have the app or your shopper's card, um, we got a lot of things going on. The one cool thing we have this year for the people that like to partake in a nice cold beverage is the first hour that the gates are open. Happy hour, baby. happy hour. So there'll be $5 drinks and specials and different things like that. So it's it's more reason to get there into the ballpark early. And then obviously opening day, you have all the festivities. And that's not just an opening day thing. That's an everyday thing, yeah. except for Sunday. We won't do it on Sundays, but the other uh, five days of the week. We'll yeah, do that. and I like that. I mean, we we talk all the time about you know how all these rules are actually shortening the game, and mm-hmm. I'm the pre, the baseball purist, and I'm I, when I go to a baseball game, I want to be there for three and a half hours. Like that's why I'm going. That's right. the whole point. And so now you actually can. Now you can get there, you know, early enough, have a couple of you know, kind of tailgate inside the ballpark tailgate if inside, you were, yeah, and uh, and have a good time and actually make it an entire event as opposed to just going there to watch a game. And that's exactly what it is at Riverfront. It's it's an awesome place. It's a, it's a good way to 
basically get your friends and family together and go, yeah, baseball's in the background, of course, and we want you to pay attention, but it's a good place for friends and family to get together. And an opening night is a great night to come there because it is a who's who, you know what I mean? The the one thing about baseball when you have, especially minor league baseball, when you have 69 home games, you you circle the calendar for a few of them. This is one of them. And this is going to be the one where I think a lot of people in the community are going to be there. We've already sold a bunch of tickets for opening night. It's uh, it's kind of like reopening the oh, ballpark. Yeah. Jay Miller, you know, with the new ownership, it's, it's her, his first wind surge game. We had a Wichita State game out there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was great just to kind of have a drive run and kind of get the ballpark, right. get the juices going. And now I'm really excited about opening night. Absolutely. And and obviously, I mean, now I, I believe uh, we can kind of talk a little bit about, uh, can we talk a little bit about the rosters? Do we sure. not know it enough? Or what, what's we, we, the situation? Not everything there? is final at the moment, the time you and I are broadcast, I mean, are, sure. are doing this, but we have 17 returning guys. There are some surprises, guys like Cody Funderburk, who was the Texas League left-handed pitcher of the year last year, is back. Wow. Um, I don't know for how long. He's kind of one of those guys. If Three you're games. A fan, <laughs> if you're a fan of him, you might want to get out there early because if anything happens at AAA, I assume he's the first guy, first guy oh, up. Oh, sure. The one good thing for Fundy is, is you know, he comes here and he, he'll be an important role. Sometimes when you're at the next level, whether it be the big leagues or triple A, you you be you come mm-hmm. you go down the, yeah. the roster a little bit. You might be the fifth man in the rotation as opposed to number one. Yeah. You don't get as many opportunities. So this will be a good opportunity for him. And I'm excited. We got other prospects. Brooks Lee finished the year with us last year is back. Uh, David Festa, who was one of the top pitching prospects in the organization, is here. Um, so Will Holland, Deshaun Kersey, Alex Isola, all some names that you remember from last year. Sure. Sabato is back. So uh, I'm excited. 17 guys back from last year's club. Now, I will say a lot of those 17 were not here on opening day yeah, last year. Correct. These were guys that came in the middle of the year at some point. We also have some other, part, not part of that 17, 28 guys on the club, by the way, if you're wondering, so percentage-wise. Sure. There are some other returning guys who will open the year on the injured list. So they won't be here right away. So as they get healthy, and some of them will probably be healthy here in the next couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. we even have more guys from last year's team or or a little bit of an impact. They're just not ready to go yet at this point. So we'll have, and obviously minor league baseball and major league baseball, the roster changes quite a bit. Absolutely. And that's a good way. That's a good time to actually explain how that whole ordeal works. Whenever you have these guys on the injured list, whenever they come back and get reactivated after they become, you know, hundred percent healthy and are getting ready to go back on the field, do those other guys move down back to single they, A at that point? They could, there you, you know, and obviously what ends up happening is sometimes there's injuries at the major league level, which yeah, trickle and down. there's injuries at the, and once the season starts, I hate to say it, but people do get hurt yeah. either at the major league level at all levels. So it does. Sometimes you sit here and and I'm sure the farm directors and the executives for the twins, they have in pencil where everybody's supposed to be. And they probably had where everybody was supposed to be a month ago yeah. at spring training. And it's different already. Oh, and yeah. it'll be different a week from now. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure like every single time that they do, they they mark it out in like permanent ink. And then in a week, it's like, well, go ahead and crumple that up and throw it in the trash because that whole plan has just gone out the window. Absolutely. There's a lot of changes and it and it's and it revolves and it's it's yeah. kind of one of those things you just gotta roll with the punches and Hey, I mean, we've had the best record in the league back to back years, mm-hmm. and here we are gonna try to do it three years in a row. So Yeah. Twin Twins farm system is is solid. As it really rock. is, and it's, you know, the big league club is good. 
are they good enough to win that division? I think they, if they can stay healthy, they are. Yeah. But there are some tough teams in that division with oh, and Cleveland absolutely. and Detroit and, and obviously the White Sox, who came on strong late last season. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, and, then, and that's the other thing. We're, we're always rooting for the home team, but the whole point of going to a win surge game is not just to see all of our players, and of course you want to root for them and hope they do well, but we also are in the same division as the minor league club for the Kansas City Royals. We right. have a lot of Royals fans in the Wichita area. You, we got to see Bobby Witt, you know, yeah. whenever he was coming And you're a coming Cardinal out. fan. And I'm you a got Cardinal to see fan. Jordan Walker play here last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. And, and now he's making some noise in the in the bigs. And yeah. it was really cool. We saw him a whole bunch uh, last year. We saw him a year. bunch, yeah. And, so, he's, and he's... he's Somebody asked me the best player that I've seen at Riverfront, and and Julio Rodriguez is probably the best. He had a great year last year in Seattle. Jordan Walker's right there with them, and then obviously Jose Miranda would be right there with them too. Yeah. Who is a twin and a wind surge player? But there is a we've had a lot of great talent go through there. I think there's 60 players that have played at Riverfront in year one and year two that are in the major leagues. So obviously 15 of those guys being wind surge players. So yeah, it's uh it's very impressive, and whether or not. You're a Twins fan or not, I think sometimes you just need to take a step back and just enjoy how the great talent down there on the field. Right. And we've already had, obviously, like we said, we've already had the opening day for Major League Baseball. Now we're coming up to our opening day. And obviously, with the first couple of games for the Major Leagues, you're starting to see these rule changes come into effect that we've already seen over the last couple of years. How do you think it's actually affecting the pro game as what it was for us in the minor leagues and how it's a, you know, these guys are dealing with it who have been up in the majors for, you know, four or five years at didn't have to go through this. It's funny. The only guys that you hear anything from are the guys that have been out of the minor leagues for a while. Bingo. You know, guys that have been gone for a while. Because I don't know what the percentage is. 60, 70% of Major League Baseball players have played with these rules. Yes. Because the clock is... No, there's been tinkering. Yeah. Obviously, the, the rule, the clock that we had in 22 was different than 21 and 19, etc. And last year, I thought the clock worked the best. Okay. And that's now and that's the reason why it finally got implemented into the big leagues because they finally did enough tinkering to make it where it really flowed. I like it. I was not a fan of it when it first came out several years ago, mm-hmm. but as I enjoy and you know people all say I hate that they tinker with it and there's a clock on and they blame Manfred and you know whatever. I mean, but this is the type of game that I watched growing up. You know, when you look at the time of the game and I hate that they had to bring it to this yeah but at the same time you know i mean i i want there to be pace yeah i'm not really i'm not a person that said oh i want a two-hour game every night but i also want there to be a good pace you know where it's just like there's not there's long time without action you know what i mean and and that's what they've done here and i i think i think in time people it'll win people over and do they have to make some more adjustments sure they probably will at some point but yeah i think it's evolved and I don't think it's going to decide a World Series anytime soon. Sure. You know, and there was some bold calls in spring training where oh, they yeah. were ringing guys up. These guys are figure it out. I, uh, I, you want to hear my opinion on this? Sure, why not? Okay, so in minor league baseball, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, I do not like it in major in the major league baseball, and here's the main reason why. I think you're exactly right. Uh, over time, it will cancel itself out. You don't need to have a clock in the major leagues because once you have these guys that are trained that there's a clock to basically speed up the pace of play. In minor league games, I think it's great. I completely agree with the guys. You know, in an extra innings, you got a runner on second. I completely agree with that. You're, you're the, the, it's not. Um, 
it's a still an important game, but it's not a major league baseball game. Right. Right. Um, also, now with, the reason why I like that rule, yeah. the second base thing, is because there's 162 games. In, in exactly, the NFL, yeah. and I look at it like this, and in the playoffs, we do not have that rule. Correct. So I think some people get confused if they think if it ever comes to that. In the NFL, when they are tied at the end of four quarters, they play a 10 minute overtime. Mm-hmm. And at the end of 10 minutes, yeah. it's a tie. And they only have 17 games. Right. So I'm kind of like, I don't want ties. Sure. But I also understand you don't want to keep going. Right. And and if you look at injuries in the history of the last 20 years of Major League Baseball, a lot of them, there's some serious injuries that happen in the 13th and 14th and 15th innings that impact like sure. have major impact on pitchers throwing whole, too pitchers long, throwing too long, and, and, and that's that a stuff. big one. And I just think because 162 games, if you end up losing a game in the tenth inning because of the ghost runner yeah. or whatever, you know, you've got your time. You have plenty of time to make it up. And well, I know that's right. easy for me to say, you know, because I'm just talking in generalities. And that's like I just do think that it's not that big of a deal. It's sure. better than, and I think it's better than a tie. Sure, and I, and I agree with that. I, I, there, I would say that there are definitely some rules that I really do like. And the in this and the runner at second, I'm totally okay with. Right. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of the clock in the majors, but I completely understand the, what why it's in the minor leagues and things like that. But um, there is also a rule that I'm really pumped for that's not there yet. And as we saw opening day for the major leagues, and now they do, they have, if you're watching on Fox or whatever channel yep. you're watching, you get to see the strike zone, which in my opinion kind of makes it bad to watch. Yes, Be- it is. Because <laughs> even though these umpires are right 99% of the exactly. time, exactly, it's still, it's not always right. Brandon Donovan got a strike called on him that was maybe a foot outside of, yeah. of the strike zone. And I'm just going... Okay, this automatic strike zone may actually have some benefits, and I've seen guys challenge it, and it takes like five seconds. It's it's fast. It's fast, and so I still that's think that, I think the reason why it's not in the MLB yet is because, and I haven't seen it. You know, you think about it. The leagues that yeah. I've been in, I've we've not had that rule, so I've never actually had it. I've I've seen it on TV, but I've never actually yeah. broadcast a game with it. Is because there's still some tinkering. I don't sure. think it is clear as tennis. You know, when the ball sure. is in and out. Right. That is 100% accurate all the time. I don't think this is 100% accurate all the time. Yeah. Because if it just glazes over the front of home plate, it's yeah. still a strike. So I think they're still tinkering with it, but I do think it's coming. But you know how impossibly hard that is? Do you realize that every single individual batter has their own strike zone? Yes. That's the biggest That's difference. That's the biggest difference. You've got to figure out where that, that uh, strike and zone starts And every umpire has its own exactly. strike zone. You know, it's an oval or whatever, and it's not... It's, you know, shoulder to knees, and it's not always there. And right. Scherzer is pitching as opposed to some kid that just got called up from AAA. Yeah, exactly. The umpire is not going to give them him the benefit of the doubt. So I do think there is a lot of inconsistency. Absolutely, but when it does come around, I will probably be its biggest fan. And so I'm I'm a purist, but I, I was do, hoping we'd have it this year. I, I was hoping it would be just a little bit further along. You've told yeah. me a little bit of stuff, and I'm just like, gosh, dang it, that one would be so beneficial, but. I do also understand it has to be ready. I still think that if you make millions of dollars, uh, you should be able to put the baseball on the other side of the field, though, and uh, the shift is a big joke. But (laughs) that's just me. But anyways, uh, we got a lot coming up this year. Uh, We're going to try to do a couple of new things, I think, between you and I. There are some rumors about possibly having a live show. Yeah, we want to do a live show maybe once a month or so. Something like that. At the ballpark, maybe, you know what I mean, where people can listen and watch and obviously um, ask us questions. Yeah. So we would do it, 
you know, when the gates open for that first hour or whatever, we're leading right up to first pitch. So yeah. I, I think we can make it work. We know there's a lot of logistics stuff, but I think... Oh, yeah. But that's an idea that's that's kind of rattling around a little yeah. bit, which I'm kind of excited for. And I'd love to hear what you guys think of it. See, see if you guys would love to call in, ask us questions. Um, now you get to kind of see what we look like, which uh, we definitely have faces for radio. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm really excited about this season, man. I'm uh, very excited. I'm more excited so. this season than I ever have been before. Everything's wide open. You can go out to the to the stadium, have a great time. It's going to be an awesome. And now we're established. Now we've had two years under our belt yep. of this. Now we're we're veterans of this game, and I, I think it's going to be an awesome year as it has been the last two. Well, so glad that you're back for year three. Yes, sir. Scott, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes, it is, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening and telling your friends about this uh, episode of this podcast. Uh, the the Surge Cast is an awesome thing that me and Tim get to put on uh, whenever we get a chance. Scheduling can kind of be a little bit difficult, but we want to try to bring you up-to-date news about our roster, about the organization. Everything that we can have and, and share with you, that's where you come and get it. Um, but if you do like this episode, do us a favor and share it with your friends and other baseball fans in the Wichita area or just baseball fans all over the country. We would sincerely appreciate it. Guys, we've got a great season of Windsurge Baseball. We hope to see you out at Riverfront. Thank you very much, Tim Grubbs. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. And until next guys, guys or next time, guys, surge up! Swing, bada, bada, swing, bada, bada, swing. Swing, bada, bada, swing.